Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art. Or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art. This podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Living Martial Arts. Brilliant, thank you. Thank you. Okay, here, here we go. Um, right, we're on the Everyday Martial Arts um, uh, podcast. Um, I'm super excited. I've got Master Clive Harrison, uh, somebody that I've known for uh, a long time. We go way back um, in the early Taekwondo days. Um, and um, actually, you know, we weren't that too far away in, in, in distance, really, from um, from each other, from where we both uh, sort of trained and so on. Um, so hopefully he's going to give you some insights into um, a little bit about his uh, his feelings about some of the questions that I'm going to ask him about Taekwondo in general. So hope you enjoy it. Um, and uh, we'll take it from there. So good morning, Mr. Harrison. Cool. Harrison morning, how are you? How morning. are you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's uh, it's it's great. Thank you for um, agreeing to to do this. And um, you know, hopefully, we're just going to give the listeners a, a little bit of an ins- insight into uh, into you, into me, and um, you know, just our martial arts passion in general. So, I'm going to start right at the beginning um, because I'm sure um, you know your members know, and some of my members would love to know. Uh, and some of my listeners, hopefully, I'll get a, a lot of listeners uh, as we go along. Um, is a little bit about your your own sort of martial arts journey. Perhaps you can share that with us, and you know, tell us, uh, um, you know, where where you where you've been during your martial arts journey. You know, in, in, sh- in short, I know I know it's a long. It'll it probably take about three hours, but hey, you know, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> all right, okay, um, right. It all started around 1972. In I, yes, I am one of the Bruce Lee boom. Few that started in those days, and it was the Bruce Lee things that set me off. Um, and that was in 1972, so that's like 49 years ago. So I'm getting up my 50th year next year. Um, and for the next seven years, I was training in a couple of styles of kung fu and also traditional Wadaru karate. And then in 1979, uh, some people might recognize the name. His name is Don Atkins, he is now secretary of the TAGB. Um, he started the first ever Taekwondo school in Worcestershire, and I joined on that first ever night on the 10th of May, 1979. Um, I was with Don for 14 years before I left to, to join the GTI. Um, and during my, my time, I've been in, as yourself, I've been in three different ITFs. I'm in four different associations. <laughs> I was in the GTI for 16 years. Um while I was at the GTI, I had several um, jobs. I was chairman, chief instructor, secretary, area rep, coloured and black belt grading examiner, instructor, tournament coordinator, umpire, referee, general dog's body. So yeah. I did a lot in those <laughs> in those 16 years. And um, eventually, 10 years ago, I left and I became an uh, independent instructor. Sure. So... 
picked, picked up quite a, quite a few experience in those days. That's, that's a brief history of my journey in Taekwondo so far. So joined Taekwondo in 1979. Um, so that I've, uh, what's that, 79, 2042 years I've been in Taekwondo. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's, it's interesting because those early days in the 70s, you know, as you say, um, like most of us, uh, myself included, uh, you know, we got uh, passionate about martial arts through watching Bruce Lee. Um, right. And, uh, you know, we want, wanted to do that. And it's funny as well because, you know, I actually started in um, uh, karate myself. I started in Higashi uh, karate around 75, actually. Um, and um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the reasons that I, I sort of, uh, when I found Taekwondo, I loved it because the guys that, in the karate school that I went to, they were all huge <laughs> and I was really tiny. And uh, I used to come I back. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, I, used to, I used to come back bruised and battered. Although I did have a good time and it was good. But yeah. um, I mean, that, that, that was the style of martial arts in the 70s. It was rough and it was tough. What, what, what do you say about that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the sparring, especially. Um when I started, there was no, nobody had ever heard of sparring equipment. Um, and all through uh, the early years, it was either non-contact, uh, non allegedly, um, bare-knuckle <laughs> fighting, or you had those silly little karate mitts that just went across the knuckles, the tiny, and the shin instep protectors. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, in, taekwondo, in Taekwondo, that's all we could have until we got to Blue Belt. Um, matter of fact, you weren't really officially allowed to spar until you got to Blue Belt. That, that's I don't right. Know how that I yeah, well, not know that because well, I was entering as a yellow belt. <laughs> well, exactly, it was very true. I mean, I tell my students today that, you know, if we were found sparring, you know, before we were blue belt, we, were get, we, yeah. got, told, we got told off. So we used to try and do it in, in you know, sneak, sneak a couple of, uh, you know, sparring sessions, you know, and um, as soon as the instructor came in, we sort of went, oh, well, no, no, we were oh, sparring. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no sparring. Yeah. And then you got to blue belt, you actually had your tie. You had a tie presented to you from the UK, yeah. it was the UKTA days. Yes, yes. Um, but, but when you got to black belt, wow, then you could put the boots on and the gloves, and that yeah. was about 80, 82. I got past me black belt in 1982, 6th of March, 1982. Yeah. And then you, you could wear the gear then. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, they, they, were, they were great days, to be honest. They were, they were quite, you know, all of us were quite naive at the time, you know, martial arts. We just mm. loved, loved uh, the fact that um, I, th well, I certainly, you know, you came back and you were a bit bruised and battered, but you loved the session. It was hard. It was tough. Yeah. Uh, but you, you felt as if you achieved something. And, um, yeah. you know. I, I, but it, it was the same with the training. I mean, the train, some of the stuff we used to do in those days, you'd never get away with it today. No. Health and no. safety, health and safety would go crazy on you. You know, I, I, the lawyers I, I, would be lining up down the street. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny. <laughs> well, no, th thanks for that. Um, that overview. I mean, what well, my my next thing that I'd like to ask is, um, you know, I, I I like to think that I fit martial arts in some way, whether it's the training, whether it's the philosophy, into my life every day. Um, and you know, I I still I still enjoy the, the physical side of of training, and I enjoy, um, you know, sparring was was really important to me at one time. It's not so important to me now. You know, uh, the young guns do it, and I I get people that are fit enough to to teach yeah. it and young enough to teach it and I, and I tend to do the technical stuff these days um yeah. but you know how how do you fit sort of martial arts into your life you know every day well I'm, I'm a great believer in using martial arts as a tool for self-improvement I generally generally do believe that it's a fantastic tool 
for improving yourself personally. You're not competing with anybody. It's the old adage, you compete against yourself and all this. But it is true. Um, it, yeah, the physical side makes you fitter, makes you stronger, so therefore you get more self-confidence and everything like that. But I do like the, the philosophy side of, of Taekwondo. I really do. Mm. And I really do believe in it. Um, and yeah, in everyday life, I'm conscious of the fact that I've got to be courteous and I've and I've got to be honest and truthful. And if things don't go right, then you work through it. You don't give up, you know. Yeah. So the tenants, the tenants fit into your everyday life like that. Um, so you you say you, when you do black belt gradings and that you ask students about uh, how does Taekwondo help you in your everyday life? You get the normal answers that we've all heard, things like that. Some people are honest about it. Some tell you what you want to hear, but I I really and honestly do believe in the in the philosophy side of Taekwondo. Like I said, I trained for seven years before I did Taekwondo, and it was physical training. Then all of a sudden, along come Taekwondo, and there's all this studying you had to do, yeah, and all this yeah. philosophy. And I thought, wow, I like this. I yeah, really yeah. do like it. And um, a lot of people, especially when they're young, they oh, I don't like philosophy. Oh, what's that? Oh, I've got to learn this thing. Oh, you know. But to me, learning theory and learning the philosophy is just another segment of the cake. It's another discipline to learn yeah. it, yeah. and then it's another discipline to try and apply it in your everyday life. But that's that's what I try and do. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, you said. I mean, I I was I was lucky enough to to grade um, for my sixth degree under. And the general Che actually before he died, and I was, I, was, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it at all. But um, no pressure. <laughs> no, no, no pressure at all. But when I mean, looking back, you know, uh, you know, years gone, years now, um, when I when I took it early two thousands, um, one thing, you know, I was studying my my pattern meanings and everything, um, and then. When I got onto the grading, you know, I, I didn't think I did particularly well. But anyway, when I came out to the table and he asked me questions personally, one thing he said to me, he said, listen, you need to read philosophy. Um, and I was like, wow. <laughs> um, and it's not that I hadn't sort of um, applied any of the philosophy prior to that. But actually, I got really serious after that. Um, just by That's him. Good. Yeah, just yeah. by him saying that, and he said, "Listen, you know, you as a scene, as a a person now, you're a bit more mature. You need to read philosophy, understand philosophy, and see how that applies to your art." And uh, I find that very, very useful, actually. Um, yeah. So, so that was that was one one of the reasons why I I do you know try and get into the philosophy side of things um, of the martial art, which I think is you know is, is really really important. But uh, yeah. uh, uh, thanks. For, sorry, and, and you, you were going to mention something else. Yeah. Um... I don't know whether you've noticed, but just recently I've started to go a little bit deeper into the pattern meanings. Mm. Um, I'll put the various videos on and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I saw that. The thing is, with that with that sort of thing, you can take go into it as much as you like and take as much as you like or as little as you like. Yes. I mean, yes. and a lot of these meanings, you learn like two or three lines to pass your grade. Yes. But after, behind that two or three lines is a whole story of yes. what these people have achieved and done. Yeah, and you could go on forever. So I, what I've tried to do is I tried to give a little bit more, but not that much that people got bored and thought, oh, God, yeah. this war and peace this is. You yeah. know, yeah, so, yeah. But, but it's just it, trying to encourage people to go just that little bit deeper and say, look, you can do it. Just, yeah. you know, study a bit, look look around a bit, dig a bit and sure. understand a bit more. Understand what these people did. Not just say, oh, one year, no, two months, six, eight, six, eight, D. Well, actually, that's wrong. But what do you learn from that? 
Yeah, yeah. But that's all you have to learn to pass your grade. But there's a whole story behind the guy, and this this is the same with all the pack meanings. Sure. And and a lot of a lot of them really did show a lot of indomitable spirit. It was hard days yeah, in those yeah. ancient period days. You know, it was tough, and these guys really did sacrifice a lot. Yeah. Um, for yeah. what they did, uh, but in a couple of lines of pattern meaning, you don't get that. So that's what I was trying to say. Just dig a little bit and understand a bit more. No, that, that, that's that's excellent. I've got a, a, another another question here for you, but you you sort you sort of answered it, but I think um, I, I will still ask it. Um, and it's um, I mean I, w- I will say that f- for me, as a as a as a teenager, I mean I I got um, uh, I think my fr- my uh, taekwondo black belt in in eighty one, and it completely changed me as a as a person. I was quite a, um, I would say uh, a short tempered uh, teenager. Um, like a lot of teenagers, my mum my mom used to say, oh, are you hungry? <laughs> and I said, no, mum, she said, well, you know, well, why are you getting angry? Um, yeah, what's the matter? Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, but I think I think martial arts has given me, um, it certainly cooled my temper. It, it's allowed me to uh, be a bit more uh, compassion and uh, have a bit more compassion, show a bit more empathy for people. Um, uh, it's given me some fantastic friends, and colleagues, you know, my, my lifelong friend, Master Ogborne, that you know, we met when we were nine years old. Um, I've already spoken to him this morning already. You know, we, we speak to each other 10 times a day. Um, yeah. he, he's my brother, really. I don't see him as a friend. He's my brother. Um, and, but, and the yeah. one you lost, unfortunately. And also Master great, B as well. Oh, man, great you know, the, the three of us together, it, it, it was, yeah. you yeah. know, it was. Well, yeah, yeah. Don't don't start that because I'll start crying. I still I still cry every time I mention his name. But yeah, my question yeah. my question is is what what are the main benefits that your martial arts have, have given you really? But I, I know you have alluded to some. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head by saying um, to give you more empathy and compassion. And when this when I before I started martial arts, I used to do a lot of shooting. Okay. Um, also pigeon shooting, rabbit shooting, pheasant, and all this kind of thing. And then gradually, as I started martial arts, and as, as the years went on, I didn't want to do that anymore. And now I wouldn't dream of hurting any animal. Wouldn't yeah. dream of it. You know, yeah, it's yeah. so it's funny how it does that because people look at martial arts, they think, oh, it's violent. Well, no, it's not. It's not. It's, it's everything is controlled. And it teaches you not to be violent, not to be destructive. And it certainly worked for me. And I don't know how it does it, but it just seems to. And I've had parents come to me loads of times and say, my son's suddenly doing ever so well at school. He ain't getting into trouble anymore. What have you done to him? <laughs> so, well, nothing. But they say, well, how does it work? How have you done this? And I'm saying, well, I, I don't know how it works. I just know it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to try and try and put it in a, in a box and say, this is how it works. You can't, I don't think you can do that. I think it, it all depends on, on whether you take martial arts for what they really are, and not just somebody who wants to get in a cage and beat seven bells out of somebody else. Yeah. You know, to me, that's not martial arts. Um, but, yeah, um, so definitely it, it calms you down. You the, People say, I can fight because I don't have to, or I can fight because I don't want to fight. Mm. And yeah. Bruce Lee said, the art of fighting without fighting. And yeah. I, at the time when I heard that, I thought, oh, load of luck. But now I understand. I understand yeah. that, that it can change people like that. Yeah. It, can, yeah. it teaches respect. 
And it teaches you to, to reason things through without suddenly smacking somebody in the face just for, just for the hell of it, you know, which yeah. a lot of people, you know, it does do that to you. I don't know how it does it. I yeah. can't answer that one. I just know it works. I just yeah. know it does it does work. And it's a great leveler. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no matter how old you are, I mean, or how young you are, I've got students who are five and six. I've got students who are my age, which is nearly 70 now. Um and it's a great leveler. I've, I've, I've taught um, unemployed people. I've, I've let them train for free. I've also taught lawyers, doctors, solicitors, yeah. I, I, judges. You know, but in that dojang, that everybody is the same and everybody is treated the same. And it's a great leveler. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it teaches those people who who could possibly be up there looking down on somebody and thinking, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, it 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 sort of levels it. Yeah. And so yeah. people have respect respect for each other no matter what their job is, how much money they've got, what they've done with their life, you know, everybody is the same. And I think that that's a great thing about martial arts. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I think as a, a you know, as as a, um somebody who's who's been teaching martial arts for for a long time now, you know, um I don't know whether you'll agree with this, but I, whenever I get a student um, in or uh, uh, even, let's say when a student leaves and I've, I've, you know, we all have students that leave, but I always say to them, you know, I always thank them actually for teaching me mm. something. I, I, mm. I learn something different from each student that I've taught, you know, um, whether it be the difficult ones and like, like yourself, you know, um, myself and uh, Mastro, we, we used to have a blind couple in Bath um, that we used to teach and we used to put them mm. at, the, at the front of the class. And, and that was amazing. That was amazing. Um, I've had some children with cerebral palsy um, and all different types of kids, um, you know, with, with, uh, on the spectrum, if you like, um, mm. and had some fantastic results. You know, recently, um, uh, Masro's got a student who um, was severely uh, autistic and didn't, didn't have sort of much hope in life when he was a young kid, but his dad brought him along to Taekwondo and he, he actually got his black belt uh, last year um, at... Uh, I think he was 20 when he, last year and, um, you know, he started, uh, I don't know, seven or eight, but um, yeah. just a, a magnificent young man now. And um, he, he sort of, he's very proud uh, of it. And his dad, um, when we presented him with his dad was in tears, you know, just thought, mm -hmm. his dad said he never thought he'd be able to achieve anything like this. So I think, right. I think there's some, some val valuable, I mean, it goes both ways, isn't it? It's not just about us mm. teaching people, but about what they can do for us as well. Mm. And I think, I think that, that's the important thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing great better than seeing a student, especially a kid. I've had students come into the class first lesson, they've run, run off in tears. Mm. They can't handle it. Next lesson, same. After about a month, they're then running around with everybody and starting to mix a little bit and blah 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 blah. And that that same people, I've turned around and they've got black belts. They've won world championships. Mm. What what we can do for people. We've got the best job in the world. I've always yeah. said that. We might not be paying the best, but we've got the best job in the world yeah. in, in job satisfaction because there's nothing greater than being able to take somebody who's got problems, teach them over a number of years, and then see them come out the other side confident. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's brilliant. It really is brilliant. We change people's lives. I don't think a lot of instructors realize that. And That's fantastic, you, yeah. My, I can remember things that my first Kung Fu, Kung Fu instructor taught me um, nearly 50 years ago I can remember yeah because I was, I was I, to me he was, he was like a god 
Yeah. And that's how students look at instructors yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And they, they hang on your every word. And you can build a, build a student up so much, but you can also destroy them so quickly yeah. with just a, a couple of offhand comments. Yeah. So you've got to, you know, you have to be careful, but we, we can do wonders for people. That's our job. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not to create world champions. It's not to create, you no, know, exactly. I mean, yeah, like you, like yourself, we, you know, I, I've had, I would look at people like Mark Will and Neil Williams, amazing athletes, mm. incredible. And we've been so lucky to have people like you've had Phil Whitlock and, and those guys, and you yourself yeah. have done it, you yeah. know, but that's, that is a bonus. That's yes. the icing on, you know, that is a bonus. That's not yeah. really what, you know, if they go ahead and do that, then that's fantastic. You exactly, know, I'm not yeah. knocking it at all. But that's, you've then got another 99% of people who yeah. are just, yeah. there's some say for yellow belt, some say for green, some yeah. say for black, some say, you know. Yeah. But I've had, I regularly talk to people and they Facebook me and say, oh, I trained with you, I got to green belt, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. You know, it changed my life. You know, so they only yeah. stayed for a year, but no matter how long or how short the stay is, yeah, everybody remembers. And hopefully, you know, we can sow the seeds in people's minds to to develop them into a good character and better people. That, that's what it's about. Yes, yeah. The, re- well, the rest is a bonus. Well, exactly. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with all. I'd agree with all of that. Yeah, as you say, ninety nine point nine percent of the students we we teach never reach um, you know elite athlete status. Mm. I would call it. But mm. do you know what? They're, they're just as valuable and um, as as everyone else. And uh, yeah, I, I love I love it. I love it. You know, yeah. <laughs> from 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 my uh, youngest who is a student who's four to my eldest student who's in the you know. Well, actually, we, we had a student join Puma recently. He was ninety. <laughs> and, wow! Yeah, and uh, he's taken his first first belt. But the worst thing is that we have to try and say, "Look, you know, no, you shouldn't be no, no stop, stop," um, <laughs> because he keeps we, we thinking, "Oh my, you know, you shouldn't be doing." I'm thinking, "Well, he's, he seems to be fine, so let him carry on." <laughs> but um, so, so that that's that's the beauty, I think, of of what we do, and uh, yeah, it's great. Well, no, thanks thanks for that. That's that, that's. That's excellent. That's a, a great explanation, actually. And, and to be honest, it, it's you know it's where I'm coming from as well. What what, yeah. I, what I'd like to ask now is, um, uh, you know, pe- people uh, see us, and particularly our our white belts, because I think in the end, you know, we, we become very friendly with people who have been there a long time. You know, I've I've got students that started with me when they were seven. You know, you just mentioned um, uh, Mr. Whitlock there. We started me when he was seven. Mr. Picks started. They're now in their thirties and forties. Um, so I've known them a long time. Um, and sometimes people see us in the front of the class and they think that's all we do. <laughs> um, yeah. but, but, you know, I've, I've got many, many different uh, passions, uh, some odd ones uh, that I do outside of Taekwondo. Uh, and I, I love, you know, from, uh, you know, uh, da- dancing to, to lots of other things. Um, but, you know, I always like to to sort of ask people, you know, what, what do you do when you're not doing martial arts? Um, you know, any, any well, other questions you got? Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of it, and again, we're going back to philosophy now, but I think a lot of it is yin-yang. Yes. It's getting a balance in your life. Now, your martial arts is hectic. Yes. You know, you work hard, it's hectic, you, you're zooming around all over the place. So what I tend to do, I, I like to A, get out in nature, whether I'm fishing or playing golf. Mm. Okay. Um, I like to strum around on my guitar, as you do. Yes, yes, I do. And <laughs> my ba- bass. I read a lot, and I love history. Right. Um, one of my one of my passions is history oh, wow. and, and the 
the further back, the better. Excellent. You know, yeah, the, yeah. The further I've got a I've got a, a diploma in Egyptology, right? And you know that's the other side of me. Yeah, that's yeah. my yang. That's my yin to me to take on those yang. Yeah, I've got yeah. two fashions. I've got I've got the the, yeah. the taekwondo side, and then I've got the other side. But I do like to get out in nature, and and I do like to go for walks. Whether me and Rach grab the dogs and take the dogs for a walk, yeah, um, out on the Malvern Hills or something. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, then I read and I study a lot. Yeah, yeah. Hence yeah. my interest in the Korean yeah. history as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more deeper versions of Korean history than just the, the pattern meaning sort of thing. I like to go into it a little bit. Oh, that, that's that's great. Well, it, yeah. Do, do you know what? It's, it's um. I, I also think that um, you know doing something and ha- having a, a passion like taekwondo mm. sort of increases our passion for other things as well. You know what? One of the things that I um and and, and anyone listening this to this feel free to use it, okay? Because this is what this is all about. <laughs> but I always ask um about the meaning of uh, Huarang, you know, the Huarang Youth Group uh, and so on. Um, and I always say to people that, you know, the Huarang Youth Group, they were they were they weren't just skilled in combat, but they were skilled in other no, things. Dance, in, in calligraphy, music, calligraphy, yeah, music yeah, art, yeah, and so on. Yeah. And I, I asked people, well, what does that teach us? What does that teach us? Um, and my my sort of ideal answer for that is that although we, you know, our Taekwondo is or martial arts our passion, we should be able to appreciate other things as well. Um, we should be able to look at other yeah. things and say and see the beauty in those things. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, calligraphy. Funny enough, um, um, was one of my passions at school. I got, I've got no level in calligraphy. Um, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, well done, eh? yeah. Calligraphy was something that I absolutely loved. I wasn't very good at art, but but I just loved uh, calligraphy. It just it really, really drew me in at the time. Um, and um, I still, I still do a little bit to this day. So I said I've got many other. <laughs> many passions but calligraphy is one of them um yeah. but yeah i think it, it helps you to appreciate those other things in life um and you know you can you can look at something so well you know i can see the beauty in that and yeah maybe it's like nature as well i mean i, I love nature i love getting on my motorbike um going up to minchin mm. hampton sitting on the top of there and looking over and seeing the you know the green and um also a couple of years back i went to um the brecon Brecon Beacons on my motorbike. Oh, Brecon Beacons, yeah, yeah great ride through that. Yeah, yeah. See, seeing the um, going to the water, the waterfall tours, oh, unbelievable. Um, so, mm. yeah, I think um, you know it helps us to perhaps uh, appreciate other things that we you know we, we would generally miss. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it gives you it gives you that balance in life as well, which which is so important. It yeah. is all about balance. I mean, the the ancients um, were believed in yin yang, donkey, yes. you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. Yes, and yeah. they didn't, and it's still recognised today. Well, a philosophy doesn't um, live for thousands of years to, if it doesn't have any value. No, no, exactly. It yeah. would have been lost in time, yonks ago. Yes, but because yeah. people, people today, and and yes, you can you can identify it to martial art. You, you because you've got all your you know, nowadays the body meridians and your pressure points and the other world. You've got, you know, everything is down to balance and yin-yang. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. people need that in life. If, if not, if, if you just do the aggressive stuff all the time, I think it makes people a bit, a bit aggressive themselves. Yeah, you know, yeah. But, but actually, the more you do, you then realise, well, hang on a minute. You know, there's more, you know, there's more to it. That's why I like to get out in nature and, if even I'm fishing, I don't care if I don't catch anything. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm out in the sunshine. I'm out in the fresh air. I'm out in the country. 
yeah, play golf, terribly. <laughs> but who cares? You know, me and yeah. Rachel's dad go out and we play golf together, and, and it's a great four or five hours out of the house. And the, yeah. because golf courses are, if there's one thing they haven't got, it's fantastic scenery. Yes, and, yeah, we, yes. and we're out, we're out in the, in the nature, and I'm watching the buzzards, and I'm watching the pheasants, the foxes, and you know, sure, that's a plus. Even sure. the red kites now are coming around. Yes, yes, yeah, de- definitely. Well, it, it sort of brings me on to my uh, next question, really. Um, now, uh, a few few years ago, I, I started uh, very <laughs> with great difficulty getting into meditation. Um, I, I read a book actually by a, a I think he's American, a guy called Light Watkins, um, and he said about you know meditation for people that find it hard to meditate. Now. I'm generally a really hyperactive person, <laughs> so to get me to sit still um, and meditate is difficult. Now, I I think that meditation comes in many different ways. Um, for example, you, you mentioned fishing, you know, um, and I could see that as a meditative process, for, for example. Um, but I, I started doing a little bit of that, and I started doing some breath work, actually, as well, some breathing exercises and whatever, um, because I said I'm, I'm quite a hyper person, so I'd sort of calm calm me down and that's that's the yin to my yang um yeah. it's just a, a a question really whether you do um anything like that any meditation or breath work or or do you see things like your fishing more of a meditative process no um the breathing is life force mm. um and again we're going back to, to the ancient times, they they were doing meditation and breathing exercises, qigong and all that. You know, it's it's all internal energy, internal breath. And yes. again, if it, if there was no benefit to it, it would have been lost thousands of years ago. But it's still practiced today, so there must be something there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've I said I've got a diploma in Egyptology, but I've also got a diploma in crystal healing. Oh right, right. Now, That's now studying studying crystal healing, we did a lot of meditation exercises, breathing exercises. And it, it's like I said earlier on, it works, but how does it work? Don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, you could, you've got all your, your philosophies about, um, oh, it's down to vibration, it's down to colours of the crystals. Is it? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it does seem to it does seem to work. So yeah, yeah. when I was doing that, I did go into meditation. You go into med- um, sit quiet and listen to meditation tapes. They'll take you on a journey. Uh, and it just brings you, calms you down. You yeah, know, if you, yeah. f- you feel hypo, you sit down for an hour, listen to these tapes, close your eyes, and it just brings you right down. You know, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Soft music and everything like that. It, it, it is beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I find, um, you, you know, it, it's interesting because about um, 2015, I actually started doing Tai Chi. Um, and um, it, it was it was really great. I really enjoyed it because obviously, you know, I think the Taekwondo and martial arts generally, there is both sides. You know, you've got that soft side and that hard side. But yeah. I, I loved, yeah, I loved I loved I loved doing the Tai Chi. Um and I actually found it quite difficult because the movements were very slow and controlled. Whereas, you know, obviously in our martial arts sometimes, you know, you're going you're going bang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're going for it. But I, I tell you what, it, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I mean, one of one of the things that I wanted to do was to go into a class um, where I wasn't the instructor, where somebody was just telling me what to do, um, and and so on. And I, I've got to be honest, I found it really beneficial. I, I unfortunately, 
uh, it was a difficult time in my life because my, my mother died soon after that. And I, I lost a bit of motivation for a lot of things at that time, Yeah, yeah. which I'm trying to pick up again now. Um, but I did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed um, just going in, not having to think about what I was going to teach, just think so somebody else had to think about that and I have to say for, for things like balance my breathing my control I, I really really enjoyed it it, it was great mm. so I, you know mm. I with, with all the martial arts you know um whether it's a hard martial or a soft martial art you know you, you can get something uh, something from mm. it you know all, all times yeah. of life so well you you could see the the Chinese people back in the parks doing it every morning and all over the country. So you know, hundred million people are doing something. There must be something behind it. They wouldn't do it for nothing. If no, there's no benefit. No, so no, you know, no, exactly. Well, you know, I, I'm I'll just give you a bit, bit of a time check because I tell you what, <laughs> we're, we're, we're nearly out of time. We're, we're, we could we're, go on forever. Well, <laughs> I, I'm I'm hoping that we will at some point. Uh, with with yourself uh do do another one um and because you know all, all the people that i'm asking uh to to um you know come on and, and speak are, are, are people that i believe have something to say and something good to say um you know and i, I believe that's the case with you as well um so you know you know great and thank you for agreeing to it i mean is is there anything you know uh, martial art wise or other that, that you'd like to share or anything you think is perhaps important so perhaps the other the other questions i've, I've got them all listed because i'm quite new to this <laughs> so I can't no, no, you're fine, mate. but but um you, you know it, it's i think it's nice for um you know people that are doing martial arts to just have a little bit of insight into some of the people that perhaps you know they've seen um because you know we all, we all have a story to tell mm. yeah um i think People have said to me, "Why did you get into? Why did you get into martial arts?" Yeah, yeah, that's. And once I started training, I stopped and thought, "Why do I want to do this?" And it was a really selfish reason, to be honest with you. I'm being completely honest now. I was 20 when I started martial arts. I wasn't a kid. I was 20 when I started, and I'm 70 next year. Yeah, yeah. And and I started martial arts purely because there's so many things I wanted to do in life. And the one thing that can help me do those things is this thing called a body. Yeah. You abuse it, then sooner or later it's going to crack up on you and you're not going to be able to do things you wanted to do. So it was almost like a personal selfish reason because I believe that even in those early days that if I looked after this thing, then I could do what I, you know, fulfill dreams that I wanted to do. And yeah. maybe even live a little bit longer. You never know. You know, you yeah. never know about that. But yeah, I've never, I've never smoked. I've never took drugs. I'll have the occasional glass of wine at Christmas, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I can still. I'm so. I'm so lucky. So it must have worked to a degree. But I, I'm, I think I'm very lucky as well because I've had one knee operation, and that's it. In fifty, nearly fifty years of martial arts, that's wow. the only thing that. And I can still kick people in the head. Yeah, <laughs> I can yeah. still get me leg up there. Um, and who was it? I was talking to Alex Alex Reed. Okay, a couple, yeah. of, couple of years ago, Alex, and he was uh, he was working with uh, Russ Perks. And it, Russell asked me over if I'd like to meet him. So yeah, I'd like to meet him. Yeah, cage fighter, kickboxer. Right? I talk. Really lovely guy. Lovely guy. Yeah. And he he was saying, Clive, he said, I've got to go to London after I leave here because I'm fighting on an exhibition fight tonight. He said, but my body's shot. He said, it's absolutely shot. And uh, I said, well, what are you doing it for then? What are you doing it? 
yeah, said yeah. because you know people expect to see me. I said, yeah, but if you if you're going to cripple yourself up even more or not yeah. perform as good as you could, what's what is the point? You know. Exactly. And he said, well, how long you've been doing it? And he couldn't believe I've been doing it about forty five years. Then when I met him, yeah, yeah. And he went, wow. He said, what? Well, I bet you can't kick above the knee. I said, I'll kick you in the head if you want me to. Yeah. I said, you can get your leg up. You can do that. I said, yeah. And Russ says, yeah, believe me, you can. Yeah, yeah. And he said, how the hell do you manage to do it? So I've been lucky. I yeah. have been lucky. Um, I can't emphasize enough for people to look after this thing called a body. Don't yes. abuse it. Yeah, yeah. Don't abuse it. Because yeah. that's the thing that will get you around for the next X number of years. So you can fulfill goals, go to places you've always dreamed of, do things. Yeah, yeah. And, and if this thing lets you down, you can't do it. And if it's let you down because you've abused it, that's unforgivable. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm being a bit preachy now, but no, 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 that's, that's fine. That's what we, uh, you know, we want to hear your thoughts. Well, listen, thank, I'd, I'd like to, well, first of all, like I say, love to have you on again and say we can co- uh, cover some of those other, <laughs> other questions. Um, <laughs> but I, I just want to say thank you very, very much. Um, to anybody listening to this, I'll, I'll put, um, you know, if, if, if Master Harrison wants to share some of the some of his details and um, you know where he's available, classes available. Then please, um, I'll put those in the show notes. Uh, I'd like to say thank yeah. you to everybody for for tuning in. Uh, thanks again, Master Harrison. It's been fantastic catching up with you, and um, you know hopefully we can um, uh, catch up again. We can meet up and get your interview finished. Yes. Oh, good gracious me! I know. I know. I don't even. I'm I'm embarrassed about that. So, uh, <laughs> hey, listen. Thank you very much. I'll I'll, I'll catch you soon, and um, you know, let, let's hope that um, I, I will get it finished. I promise. I promise. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.